Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for an abridged edition of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Full episodes are available at geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. After an uncomfortable conversation, Tom gave Blood Drinker to the Dark Blades. As the Darkblade insignia hits Tum's hand, all of his memories come flooding back to him. (laughs) You remember, you have faint memories of your early childhood. You lived in a small halfling village with parents that you can vaguely remember and brothers and sisters. Then your sharpest memory from that time is one day, winged terrors came from the sky. And yes. murdered everyone. Oh, yeah. You remember seeing your mother devoured whole. Oh, Baggins. And I your like where this is going. Your father, <laughs> your father held off a demon, uh, just to give you enough time so you could go and hide. And uh, so you you managed to hide and and managed to escape unscathed. And you are found by a man whose face you cannot remember. The only thing you remember about him is he had red hair, and he seems vaguely familiar to you. The next thing you remember is is living in an orphanage and car. You hated it, though. You escaped, and you lived on the streets of car, and you stole to feed yourself. But you did. You weren't very good, so you were like on the verge of starvation. And the first dark blade you ever encountered, uh, basically gave you a pack of food with bread and salted meat in it and is the only thing that kept you alive. I'm like Katniss and oh, you're like exactly Peta. yes. Peta. Except the dark oh. the dark blades are all pita. You also remember being a young man and uh you would sneak into Emperor Thumble's arena to watch his children fight. You would watch as like everyone crowded around them and you know clearly they were like adored and loved. And they wore rich clothing and, you know, you just really, you wanted to be one of those children. Occasionally they would have recruitment drives to get people to fight in the arena. Right. So, yeah. So you knew in your head that everyone they recruited just was like slaughtered. But you wanted that life so bad that you did it anyway. So you signed up and you were, you know, you were going to battle in the arena. And Mm -hmm. um, the night before your battle... A man came to you, and you can't remember his face, but um, but he gave you a special dagger and an amulet that he said would be lucky, and that you should wear it during your battle. So your first battle was against a knoll. Oh, those guys suck. You were definitely overmatched. He was about to murder you. He stabbed at you with his spear, uh-huh. and it would have been the killing blow, but it struck the tip of the spear struck the amulet, and the spear shattered. And it caused an opening, which allowed you to, you know, stab him in the throat and murder him. Deal, deal the coup de grace. That from that point on, you were one of trans children, and uh, and it was not obviously as wonderful as you had thought it was going to be. There was constant infighting. Uh, you yeah. would sleep with your chair wedged under the door handle because you were afraid one of your brothers or sisters would sneak in in the middle of the night and slit your throat. And basically everything that Trant did, everything that he was into, ended up with blood and murder and slaughter. And and you just, you hated him. I, oh. I'm good at heart. Right. You I don't wanted, like murder. Yeah, you want you you realize that, you know, you, you hate him and you want to kill mm-hmm. him. So you would, you would fight every week. Um, 
And sometimes you would fight like gruesome monsters, but sometimes you would be you would just fight against street urchins who like uh, had no chance. And you you know, it was murderer. Yeah, it was awful. Um, These terrible memories. Why? Do you even remember killing a boy who you knew from your time <gasps> in the streets? Like he wasn't your friend, but but like yeah. you know, it was it really came home. Like oh my god, like that that was that would have been me. That should have been me. So you began like plotting and like. You know, thinking like, oh, I can't stand this. I got to get out of this. And the two things that Trent would always talk about, the, his two biggest, you know, problems in the city were Fennekin and the Dark Blades. And mm-hmm. you remember back from your childhood. Man, I love you know, that You've band. always liked the Dark Blades. Yes. That's when you decided, I'm going to become a Dark Blade and become part of his problem. So that's when you made contact with Footpad Kalor. Uh, you started feeding the Dark Blades secret information. Um, so like you would steal away in your free time and train with them to be a, yeah. a rogue. And, uh, eventually you were offered a spot as a dark blade, but you would need to finish your training in Mastwick and you would need to leave the city. So you escaped car in the middle of the night, um, leaving the family. And then you, you remember the last things you remember are completing your training and ha- getting the last task, which, you know, to come steal blood drinker. But then, right. but then it all, you don't remember what happened uh, and it all fell apart. What happened to send you, you know, to get you captured and, and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm both crying because I'm horribly depressed and because <laughs> I'm finally a dark blade. <laughs> oh. And my vengeance against Trent Thumble and whoever those demons were on those winged beasts who killed my parents. I'll finally kill them. We got a shit ton of things on our plate right now, and okay. your problems with your daddy really aren't on, aren't high on my list. I know no. that to get what I want, I need to get the shit out of my brain. I will help Finnegan. If he can help me defeat Trant, that'll work. Fabab Kalar tells you that you really need to get out of car because they're looking for you. Got it. He does have a Darkblade mission for you. There is a prize fighter in Mastwick named <laughs> Bercy Hamhands. Bercy was supposed to take a fall. But, of course, he didn't. Uh-oh. And, of course, he put all the money on himself, and he made thousands of gold. Uh, and and then ran off. So he's either hiding in Mastwick somewhere or on the run. And uh, and you need to go to Mastwick and hunt him down and find him and get back the Darkblade's money. Teach Bercy a lesson. Anything you find on him, you get to keep. And we need to go to Mastwick anyway, because Roz said if we got her some cash, then she could make us some more cash. More I cash. She's got to go to Mastwick. episode of D&D Podcast. How far away is the Lost Island? Well, the Lost Island it's is lost. between lost. here and Mastwick. I told you this is becoming lost. <laughs> I have business in, in Mastwick regardless. Uh, we'll do this for you. I, I shake footpad Calor's hand. I give him a little hug, too. Yeah, I guess, thank you. I'm like, is there any extra hot tips on hammy hands or uh, that's Go go talk to a, a contact in, in Mastwick, and, and they'll give you some more information. You guys are sneaking through the city then? Yeah. Yep. You yep. come up to the gates between the main city and the docks, and uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's guarded. There's a guard on each side of the gate. How about this? How about I turn myself into a sexy Aludra? Aludra oh, and I yeah. walk up to the guards as sexy twins, <gasps> and then oh, we get them. then we comically smash their heads together, so they Between go sleep. All right, I turn into Aludra. Hello. So you guys approach the guards. Mm-hmm. What are Tom and Junpei doing right now? 
hiding. <laughs> Hang, just you know, being bros, just like catching up on our man time. So, uh, so you guys approach the guards, and uh, the, the one on the left goes, "State your business." <laughs> oh, oh, hello! Look at these handsome. God. Dude, I've oh seen this Wayne, Wayne's Brothers movie. <laughs> great. These guards are so much more attractive than what they have in Mass. State your oh. business. Oh, we are just going back to our mother's house. Shh, you mustn't tell her. Alright, go ahead. Uh, and then we go. this plan. <laughs> As we like, as we get close, what do you do? We're we're like right in front of them. Like at, they're ten feet apart. Well, they haven't even moved. They're just still like leaning against their either side of of the of the gate. You guys, it must be so lonely out Please here. Please move along. Eliza <laughs> pulls out her hammer and does a melee busy against the one to smack him in the head. You want to go ahead and guess? Oh, uh, was it a one? Uh huh. I do a sly flourish. Obviously, but I'm not using my dagger because I don't want to kill these people. 23. You punch him right in the jaw and he goes down like a sack of potatoes. Uh, I'm going to do uh, a low slash, which is whenever I hit someone, um, I I can, as a minor action, attack again. So I want to like vault off this guy's face and kick the other guy. Also a 23. I was going to let you pass. And then you kick him in the face. <laughs> Sorry, bro. And, uh, he's unconscious. So you guys make it the rest of the way back to the boat. Oh, Roz, so yeah. good to see you. Did you bring the gold? We did, Roz. God, Roz, we just walked in the door. Roz, I'm sorry for Tom. He's he's a rude dragonborn. Um, yeah, we brought you the monies, and we're ready to go on a little trip to Mastwick. You ready to go? You ready to go like now? No, we have to buy the residium first, and oh. we can leave tomorrow. Um, oh, I, a sister has to get paid. That's not gonna work for us. Well, can we just lay low on the boat? Hide in the daisy pin. You oh. can, you can go down in the hold. No one's gonna look. We'll, we'll make the deal at first light. So a little bit later, uh, you hear what sounds like something heavy being loaded onto the boat, and um, it's residium. And oh. uh, Roz comes and talks to you, and she goes. Okay, we're, we can go now. I'm gonna. We're not gonna take on supplies here because I know you guys gotta go, quick. So, um, mm -hmm. but there's a place. There's a little village we can stop at. It's Stockley. called Stockley. It's a very small village. Um, on an we'll island. We'll get our stocks there. That's convenient. Yeah. I, what do you know? Maybe that's why they call it that. We're gonna be going through the area that's that's more of the lost islandish area. Oh, really? So you guys cast off. It's gonna be um. <laughs> It's going to be a day before you get uh, to Stockley. It feels like we, the whole day went by. It just feels like a minute with you guys here. That's Aww. true. That's true. You guys dock at uh, uh, this little tiny village um, on this smallish island. And uh, and so you guys all exit the boat. and But you don't... At first you don't see anybody. Um, and then... And then you look around and they're like, oh, wait, is that a person over there laying dead? Why are they sleeping? Um, and you, you go over and, oh, that person's dead. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Everyone in this village is dead. Thank you for listening in to this abridged episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. 
If you would like to hear more, go to geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter, again, at Geekly Inc. or at DD Podcast. If you would like to support us, you can always go to patreon.com slash dndpodcast. There are tiers for any budget, and it really does help us continue to make content for you every week. Editing help from David L. Stewart. Check out his site at spudcam.com. That's our show. Keep it a little dicey. Right now, never... Tom is huddled in the corner going, why can I hear your memories? <laughs> <laughs> Some psychic shit going on in here. Lucky. Up all okay. night just to get lucky. Okay, you, you shut up. Yeah. Um, we get... I stood on his body, remember, and I said, I'm on a knoll. <laughs> Tom, you've gained a true friend and an ally today. Oh, the things that you did for me last night, the memories like that I had flooding back, whatever happens between me and you, I will be, I, I have your back. You are a true friend of Tom, Darkblade Thumble. Thank you. I lick him.